0: Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week, we will bring you new episodes, sharing our opinions on a ton of different topics, in hopes we can get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there by sharing our opinions and experiences. We hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn grow and heal but please keep in mind as a disclaimer none of us here are professionals no one is giving any advice we are strictly speaking of our life experiences our opinions and for entertainment purposes only now with that being said it's time so grab your drink grab your joint and let's jump right in everyone welcome to the be real babe podcast if this is your first time here thank you so much for stopping by the show today we hope that you have a good time and if you're a turning listener watcher supporter thank you guys so so much from the bottom of our hearts for coming back time and time again For those that don't know me, my name is Brandy. I am the host of the show. And today, you guys, we're on episode 155, Being Real with Joelle. You guys, I am so excited. This is Haley's first time interviewing all by herself. I am just so excited. And Hales, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, I'm just so proud of you. You guys, this was an amazing episode. I'm so excited to sit back and listen to these queens chat so deeply and authentically and just like right from the heart and the gut. And that's what we love so much about the show. And we cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. It's just complete fire and it's going to be the first of many because now we're obsessed and now we have to have her back several times. I also want to know if you are listening on lunch day, just want to say happy Halloween wherever you are, happy spooky season. Um, hope you're enjoying it safely and uh yeah I can't wait for today. Hope you guys like my bats. I brought you some bats. Um, so before we get on to this absolutely amazing episode, I just want to remind you if you are listening on the video platforms like YouTube, Rumble or Spotify, make sure to like, subscribe, and turn on those notification bells. And also if you're listening on the audio platforms, like Spotify if you just listen to audio in there or Apple you can also turn on notifications and give us a follow. Apple actually lets you guys uh, leave a review so if you have a second and you're listening right now and you've got two minutes you can head over and do that that really really helps us because then it shows Apple that you like our show and then it helps get to other people and with all the shadow bands and everything that we have going against us guys that really really helps and also if you want to follow us on social media you can follow us at the Be Real Babe podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest interest also guys if you have a story if you want your own being real with episode you've got something to say or a topic you want us to cover make sure to reach out on to us on any one of those platforms and we'd be happy to have you on the show if you have an experience an opinion a story we love to hear it so shoot us a message okay i'm gonna shut the fuck up because guys this next two hours is going to be amazing let's listen
1: Hey guys, it's Haley. (laughs) I'm here in my first solo episode with one of my all-time favorite people. This is Jo. Um, She's the ethereal witch on Instagram. If you so choose to go find her and follow her, we'll tag her in our posts. Um, I'm going to preface this episode with I've got a sick baby beside me and a puppy. So if cleanup of vomit or shit is in order, it is what (laughs) it is. (laughs) Fingers crossed. I won't have to, but you've all been warned. So. That's yeah. my intro, and yeah, this is Joe. We met on God. We met on Instagram. It's got to oh, be coming we up, yeah, out, a, at least a year now. She was my elderberry hookup for a little bit, and it just blossomed from there. Yes. It's similar to the girls on the podcast, but Joe and I have just like I don't know. We don't really have anything that ties us together other than our connection. No. So it's been pretty it's authentic been, and um... fun. <laughs>
2: Through time and space, I think honestly, right? it was just kind of like I remember it feeling like the first thing when I was sending Haley's order out. The first th- I was like fucking way behind. I felt like I was way behind <laughs> on sending orders out, and she said to me, "You're running on Amazon Prime time, babe." And I was just like, "Oh my god, you're my people!" Like yes, so, yeah. And that just stuck with me. I don't know. Every time I open a text, that like rolls through my mind: Amazon Prime time. <laughs> I, like, I love that.
1: It's the
2: stupid fucking shit we hold on. I'm to, also right?
1: like yeah, know. one of those people. Like honestly. I don't know I, I don't like running on strict timelines all the time I realize there's deadlines in life and like timelines for a lot of stuff but yeah I'm not in a rush ever so Mm-mm. it was just yeah you I thought it was cute you're like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude this is great yeah <laughs> it's all good <laughs> that was the beginning yeah,
2: was... yes we both don't like rules excellent right. this is gonna go and yeah ever, th- ever since that.
1: then we just kind of clicked and i share a bunch of her stuff if you follow me on instagram you've probably seen some of it i just i love joe joe's my girl
2: Mm -hmm. i love you
1: i love you but we still have yet to meet in person which is crazy considering we're only a few hours away
2: yeah i know it's 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 that thing right it's like the mom summer <sighs> like let's get together this summer and it's like seven fucking years to pass yeah, like, we
1: still i feel like yet. that's good that's yeah mom life for you for sure like oh we have to and yeah yes. or like that high school friend like oh my god we need to catch up you never ever do oh so. god i know There's,
2: uh, <laughs> i'm i'm sorry for anyone listening to this that i has been a victim of my mom schedule you <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: because I am, I will say it 100%. I am that person. And I'm also like a huge introvert. So So I will always, I'll choose home over like going out any, any single time. And I have no shame. I have very few people
1: that I will like leave my comfort of my zone for. And it's it's not often ever.
2: No, it takes a lot with a toddler. Like we both have toddlers now and like he's older than Henny, but It's a lot getting them out of the house and you never know how those little monsters are going to behave outside the house. So like the anxiety kicks in and it's just like, I'm just going to fucking stay home. I also feel like a pack
1: mule leaving anywhere with her because you have to pack for like every single like occasion, instance, accident, like behavior. Like it's, I don't like it. I'm bringing like six bags with me. I feel like I'm going on vacation, but I'm just going like down the street to see a friend and it's, it's a lot
2: when travis is with us and uh, there's like i got a couple photos sometimes where i feel like i packed light for us and travis will be home from work and he'll be traveling with us or going out with us and like i'll take a picture of him we're, like this is my nanny like, <laughs> he's got like a fucking baby bag and then like a baby and then like four water bottles for comfort and, like...
1: oh i love it I'm so sorry. it's so good though yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
1: so what's yeah. new with you dude what's been going on we've we've only attempted to have this this go quite a few times and life as we have just said kind of has other ideas for us usually what's new
2: yeah I um I knew you were gonna ask right. that I knew you were gonna ask that and I was gonna be like
1: shit well <laughs> well where do we start where do we start? Yeah.
2: where do we start um dude this past year has been
1: it's been a crazy one, hasn't it? I feel like for everyone in different ways, but it's been—I
2: don't even have the words. Mm-hmm. I um, I have the feeling
1: of what it's been like, but I,
2: I don't have the words. It feels like it's been—I feel like I was like in it. Okay, I'm going to use a metaphor here, and I think this will give a little bit of a broad, a broad feeling for, um, for how it's been. I feel like up until this point in my life, I was in like this really 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 sheltered cocoon Mm -hmm. but I thought that I was not in this cocoon and then within mostly within the last six months um the layers have been coming off of this cocoon and I have met a completely different version of myself that has been it's been terrifying It's it's been it's been um it's been really enlightening it has been It's been really sad because I've had to let go of a lot of parts of myself that I have been holding on to for a really long time. And like I identified with and I fucking hate that word. I'm just going to say it. Because um, that is the complete opposite of this human experience and the point of having this human experience. I'm just going to say it. We get um, in the society that we live in, people are so fucking keen on identifying with something that it is um, it's poisonous to humankind it is some intense really negative energy at play and when I think of the true essence that I felt into in my energy work and humans in general It is, it is truly the opposite of why we're here. We are so expansive on levels that our 3d minds can't even comprehend. Um, they say the sky is the limit, but like, and it's actually, I've been, I've been fucking decoding society, Haley. Um, we have been told our entire lives, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. And it's almost like we have this pre-programmed idea, like, okay the sky is the limit but it's like what's beyond the sky you know it's almost like they haven't wanted us to even attempt to go past the sky is a limit type thing the sky is a limit but there is so much more fucking past that and who we are our our true essence is past Mm -hmm. that and I truly think that that little saying that we all seen in our fucking fifth grade classrooms on the, you know, the little cat.
1: I was going to say that at, or like, like those inspirational gig? black bordered with like, the yeah. yeah, the sky's the
2: limit. Remember it was like, shoot for the fucking moon <laughs> or something like that. Like, shoot for the moon, even if you miss you land on stars months, yeah, or something, shoot, some yeah. shit like that. It's like all this stuff that like was very, very, I feel like people that are on this space like you're able to think a little bit deeper so i feel like they put that kind of shit in classrooms as children because that's like when we're most susceptible and that's when our magic is getting programmed out of us right um
1: it makes it seem like we have almost like options or there there is no limit but that is a limit
2: that yes yes it's a double entendre right it's like they're trying to be like this is it but like is it this is it like like don't go past that because if you go past that then we lose you and we can't control you're no
1: longer controllable you're no longer governable you're no longer within our our bubble right
2: yeah yes and that is a very very dangerous bubble it um it's self-limiting and it completely dissolves our essence um I could, I could literally like talk about this for fucking hours, like hours and hours and hours and hours until I I had no throat left until I was like pissing my pants in my chair being like, one more word.
1: Like (laughs) I'm not done yet. But (laughs) but I think it's true though. I I agree with you where like, where, where you were saying like, we hold on to like things that we associate with ourselves so hard that. It's just, it's the external validation of, like, this is who I am. I'm a good person. I am this. I am that. I believe in this. I believe in that. When I feel like we get trapped in all that so hard that, yeah, it limits us. The, the, the sky mm. is where we stop because that's what we've been told. And we don't try to push past, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a lot things. of fear outside that, right? There's, um because not a lot of, um I shouldn't say that. There is. <sighs> They're so needy i put them and they're like they didn't want to be in here and now they're out now we're trying to get in. like fucking pick a side bro like goddamn frenchies (laughs) yeah it is frenchies like (laughs) um what was i saying we um bring me back kaylee what was i saying oh
1: we were about limitations we're it's so much i don't know I, i i can see where like it is programmed in us to like reach for the stars you can do it be as big as you want to be but they we you and i both know and a lot of people do know that they don't want you to be too big they don't want you yes. to be like we said ungovernable un un because as soon as you untether yourself in our
2: spiritual bodies <laughs> yeah the, un- the untethered soul i forget who the author of that book is but um it is have you have you heard of it have you read no, we'll have it the untethered it soul it's got a horse it's blue and it's got a horse on yeah. the cover <laughs> i can't remember who the author is but i feel like that's a pretty good description <laughs> really
1: blue horse
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no for real that book is it is truly kind of the essence about what we're talking about it is releasing everything that you think you are to make room for everything that you truly are and we are spiritual beings you and I have had this conversation many times above anything else we can put on, I'm a lawyer, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a fiance, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a fucking teacher, I'm a. I'm a whatever, right? Like, I'm all this stuff. I am. And once we start getting into that mindset of I am, it's good to have a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. That's not what this is about. This is so much deeper than that, that's right? That's what
1: that um, is. That, those are purposes.
2: It's purposes, but it's like what we truly, 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 truly are like, take away this flesh suit, take away this tooth, take away your clothes, take away your headset, like that energy source that's igniting this conversation between us, the spark that you and I felt like, man, I I fucking know you from somewhere. Like, even, even if we have never physically met in this physical world, we know each other. How? How do we, how do we know that? Well, we just know because that is what energy is. Energy is so infinite. Our soul that resides on planet earth in this earth realm, it is a small fragment of the true wholeness of what our energy entails. We have, and when I say we, I mean all of us, nobody is exempt from this, whether this might rub people a wrong way because back to the whole, we identify with our beliefs. I'm sure we got Christians, Jewish folk, um, um, Catholics. We have um, atheists. We have all types of listeners from all over the world. And of course, this is just my opinion from what I have experienced in my realms of being. But there's one law and it's universal law and that is that we all come from the same place whatever we when we come to earth whatever we identify with on earth it's a fucking it's a charade okay it's it's a sham because what we what we truly are where we come from we come from the universe and the universe holds absolutely everything what you think the universe is times out by infinity it is endless and we all we all just to give a little background to kind of... She's going to fucking make it in here. What a little slime. <laughs> For <sakes. laughs> um, What we What we think we are, we're so much more than that. And each person on earth... I'm gonna, I feel a little bit of a channel coming. So each person on earth, we have cosmic origins that we come from and nobody is exempt from this. We, I mean it, every every single person listening to this, you have a cosmic origin, you have a star family, you have this energy that is residing in different realms, different dimensions, um, different worlds. You have purposes and you have plans and you have family outside of this world all while you're experiencing this human experience. And that is so fucking profound. And when we get into like mediumship and when we get into psychics and intuitives and things like that, those people, they are placed on earth to be ushers for your homecoming. And I'm noticing a lot lately that it's becoming like mainstream i hate that word but like it is becoming mainstream and there's a lot of this community that kind of it they dislike that um just because of it's it's coming with the human experience so it comes with fads yeah. and it comes with really Depends expensive crystals and, yeah. <laughs> like and it comes with um like these practices that aren't fully embodied And I kind of just want to preface this by saying like, I am in no way judging anyone at what point of their journey they're on. It's just interesting to see society come into this because number one, it's really fucking beautiful because it's the preliminary stages of coming home to your cosmic Mm -hmm. self. And I've been there. Like I was there, like um, I have I have known since a very young age that I was an energy worker but That's I programmed it out of my out of myself because I grew up in Didsbury, Alberta. I feel like we're all told it's, that
1: it's it's woo-woo shit too, right? It's it's yes. crazy like you're weird to think that you have any kind of they all they say a lot of toddlers. I have friends that like
0: the yeah. one story that
1: sticks with me is my girlfriend's sister had passed and her best friend's son at a very young age said that Auntie Shelby was with them. And it's like, mm. what? <laughs> Auntie Shelby says hi. Like he has no, he had no idea who yeah. she was. She passed before he was even born. Like things like that. Like we're all told is just like, oh, puh, puh, puh. but like you said, Imaginary the reason they friends. get to you when they're, when we're younger is because that's when it's very ripe. That's when it's very fresh yeah. and it's very active and it gets they're thrown out of us. They're still in that
2: energy, mm. right? They're, they're closest to the other side. I mean, like you look at a three-year-old. Three, six, nine, some roughly around 1500 days. They were on the other side, right? Like how old is Evie now? He's is
1: two and a half, almost three.
2: Two and a half. So she still has many, many, many residual gifts laying within her. Um, I know that you are very, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You encourage it. You you're aware of it and you don't try to diminish no, it. Like I, I know been. she says sh- she'll comment on like uncle, uncle Juju. JJ and she call him uncle Juju. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you're not like, Oh, like, no, like that. He's Dude, gone, that gets he's to me gone, so sweetie, hard like, when she, she does though. Cause you know, it's right? so
1: much more cause she has no clue, not even a freaking clue. Yeah.
2: And she is like these little people, like there are ushers oh, yeah. in a, in a sense, right? Like we have kind of, I've been thinking about this a little bit lately, how society views children and the fact that we um, were not nurturing this in children and that this should be raising alarms everywhere.
1: It's to be immediately stamped out. If you really think about it, they don't want any of that. That is like, you're crazy. You need to go to a psychiatrist and talk to someone type stuff.
2: Could you imagine a generation of children coming up in their psychic and intuitive gifts? The government,
1: they don't want that. the
2: Govey would not they would not stand a chance i feel like th- they there wouldn't. was
1: that whole i don't remember the name now and we went through cults and all sorts of conspiracies and government uh operations the um stranger things is about exactly that kids that have abilities Dude, that the government yes! took in to experiment on Experimenting. because they to know what the fuck is going on and like how how and it's kids because kids are the closest link like mm-hmm. you said they're more innocent <laughs> they're not so jaded they're not so quickly like oh this i'm crazy like what's wrong with me it's a oh and, and they, they hold, hold it they, they, get.
2: they get it they hold yeah. it
1: yeah. yeah they come with it we, we all so Exper- experiment montauk something if i'm not mistaken sorry that just came to me (laughs) that's
2: okay no yes 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 um yeah it's it actually is really fucking disturbing if you like allow your mind to go there and think like oh like we are we as a society i mean guilty by association right like we are as a society programming this out of our young generations in so many ways like this is layered like this is a whole podcast on its fucking own right like from the food that we're feeding them from um the like the places like if you have seen I don't want any of this to come off as judgy because no. I understand certain it's situations hard,
1: in holes, but like parents that I, if I had it my way I would not like subscribe to any of the traditional shit but it's kind of hard in right in our day and age to have to kind of Navigate around and through some of it, like yeah, like I was saying, it's difficult. If I didn't love my day home lady, she wouldn't be in it, and she wouldn't be in school. Yes, and she's not going to school, but and like th- things like that, like no, it's all intertwined. It's all a part of it. It's a it's
2: yeah. all intertwined. It's so fucking layered. It's so tightly woven that like when you start pulling at threads, like that fucking ball is gonna Just... start dismantling, and it's almost scary to the point like holy fuck, we got a big tangled mess oh, yeah. here, and like where do we start and so it's like overwhelming so it's just like, well I'll put that away like I don't like well and that's a lot of it too is, to start, I, right
1: I feel like that's a lot of parents who like they say magic like parents can't see it parents don't know it because it's been completely pushed out of us from a young age but and that's a lot of time what it is oh no 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 no. I I, I don't know what that is I can't deal with that like I I don't know what that is right. it's scary it's unknown don't want anything to do with it
2: yeah, like you got your kids standing at your bedside saying, hey, there's someone in my
1: room right now at three o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to lie. It, it excuse- would scare the shit excuse out of me. me? <laughs> and it would be like a, pardon me? What? But I'm not immediately going to, we'll yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go see. Let's go say hi and ask what they're doing. Like, I'm not immediately going to and
2: and tell her, like, oh, oh shut up.
1: Just just go back to bed. Like, oh, it's nothing. Like, don't worry about it. No, you know, I'll be the mom that goes in. there. Yeah. like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, She's got to sleep. <laughs> yeah yeah we leave her alone. Alone.
2: Like, took me an hour and a half to get it took me an hour and a half to get his bed she's like, actually started
1: going through bad dreams she wakes up in the middle of the night randomly all the time oh. now so yeah we're in the middle of the and she'll tell and me my uh, bad dream evie bad dream so yeah i don't even think she i don't know if she fully grasps what a bad dream is but she has them a lot according right. to her <laughs> Sorry,
2: yeah but, yeah anything slightly uncomfortable yeah. mom feeding her carrots yeah, bad, her, dream.
1: bad dream bad dream, bad dream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Hendrix has actually started doing this, Um, not the bad dream thing, but he has like, so we have had the same routine since he was small, like we actually, that's a lie, we have been bathing less lately just because of what I'm feeling into intuitively and um but we usually do some sort of bedtime routine where I take him physically into his room we lay down change his diaper I massage him give him a bottle I sing him his song that I made for him we read a couple books now but every time we go into the room mostly every single time now as soon as we walk in he, he's like this in the corner and I'm like it's, it's grandma right like oh, it's my, my mom and he's just like hi he does have the way he says hello. It's like, hello. Oh. <laughs> hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. And it is, you know, for being a medium, um, I still get spooked sometimes. And number one, because it's jarring
1: sometimes, um, just to know that it is
2: because you're going about your day-to-day life in this physical realm. And then all of a sudden you're confronted with a spirit and it's always like, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me switch my fucking brainwaves here. And like, let's get into this comfortable, comfortable feeling. And, I have not been able to connect to my mom yet um I say yet because I know that it's coming, and I also know that there's a reason for it because I feel what it feels like to me is if I were to have like unlimited access to her mm-hmm. i'm I think that i at this point right now because like I'm so
1: you're in like a transition. i'm in
2: like a new phase. Yeah. In- I'm in a new phase of grieving her because of like becoming a mother now and like I miss my mom because I'm a mom now and I'm like what the fuck yeah. am I doing like I just need my mom right um so I I it intuitively feels like I'm not able to have unlimited access to her channel because I would spend all my time there and it would pull me out of my human experience yeah. like I'm on earth yeah. to have a human experience I'm not on earth to have a Okay, this is going to sound weird. So let me just explain this. I'm on earth to have a human experience. I'm not on earth to have a spiritual experience. Yeah. But I am. We are on earth to have a spiritual experience within our human experience. But it, what, it's it has all to intertwined. There needs to be balance. Exactly. Um, I had this conversation with a person that we knew... Uh, once upon a time and she was having a hard time being in the human experience because she spent all of her time in the spiritual world and she was like she knew that her lesson on earth or one of her many lessons on earth was to really master this physical realm and to like actually like integrate and be in the human experience and like feel the human emotions we're on earth to feel I was having this conversation yesterday with an old high school friend of mine that um, he, I was just, I, I was having a grand old time. Cause I was just able to like talk about like spirituality yeah. and he's, he's not new to it, but like he hasn't like had a chance to have these like really in depth conversations about spirituality. Yeah. And he was kind of blown away. He's like, I didn't know that you were like this. And I said to him, like, I've always been like this. I just kind of, rewinding back to what i said previously like i grew up in a really small rural town in alberta and this shit was not that's, kosher yeah. like it was not that's how you get ostracized it was not socially real, acceptable real and i was already fucking awkward enough like i did not
1: I'm a medium,
2: like you know like i didn't i had fucking braces i had like weird grown out black hair. I wore like heavy metal band t-shirts. Like I was the art kid that was like trying to be a sports kid. Cause that's what my family did. Like yeah. I had enough going on without telling people that I was a psychic. Yeah. So, and I, I hit it very well because like at one point him and I were very close and he had no idea. So, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sad for that. I'm sad for that girl because, I love who I am now and I, I love being this kind of like rough gem and this like anchor point for people who are coming home to their spirituality. And I find a lot, I find a lot of purpose in this now, if not most of my purpose now outside of being a mother and a fiance and um, a sister daughter friend. But like, I, lo- I love this work, Haley. And I feel like it'd be really I remember easy to when, get
1: lost in though.
2: Yeah, it is. It totally is. It I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that integration phase right now where when I started bringing my gifts to the general public um, remember when we did that Oracle reading I think it was in like April or something I was like at that point of my coming out it was all I thought about and it was everything was a fucking sign and everything was Asynchronicity synchronicity and you almost kind of get into the spiritual psychosis
1: where you oversee, where almost
2: Is where you oversee yeah. and it gets, yeah. Oh, totally dude. You fucking hit the nail on the head there. You, um, yeah, it becomes, it becomes like you drown mm. in it. And I have always been that kind of person. Like go I'm, go home. I'm either all in or I'm like, I have like, I'm not fucking interested and yeah, it, it, uh, it does it kind of takes over because it's there's so much though right like there's so much to um to come into it's a
1: big process i can imagine too having to like yeah really hone it in but not like yeah deep dive and face dive right into it and just have it take over absolutely everything because it's it's an overwhelming um gift
2: (laughs) yeah and when it comes like when it comes back on it um because I i shut it off for so long like well, just what I said, like I where I grew up, it was not socially acceptable. And then, um, after my mom passed away, like I kind of took a hard left turn and I got into substance abuse, and I mean like borderline alcoholic. And I worked on the road, and I was completely out of my feminine, and I, I had I didn't have time for it, um, and that's sad because like you have nothing but time to be yourself, mm-hmm. right? But the the world that I had got myself into, it had no room for spirituality. And I mean, like, I think back to when I was in the field welding and like, if <laughs> the conversations that I have now with people, like, if I were to have them with people, in the, they'd be like,
1: who what the, fuck the fuck are you? Who is this chick? Yeah.
2: It, yeah and it's just like, you don't. So you just shut yourself off. And because at at a foundational part of every single person on earth, we have a longing to belong. We want to be a part of community. Oh, sure. and we want, you want to be we accepted. You don't we want, want to, to fit in.
1: be like the weird odd man out, right?
2: Yeah. As much as you are or can be a lone wolf, and I mean like I proudly wear that badge. Like I am a lone wolf. Oh, I'm a bit of a yeah. lone like I am. It's just who I am. I've always been that way. But deep down like I still need connection. Yeah. I still need authentic connection. Community I still need people and, that get me. Yeah. And especially as you get older and, like, you get into, like, the season of motherhood and it becomes even, like, more um, you you need it. Like, I remember when I first became a mom, I was like,
0: I'm never going to be that person. Hey babes, quick pause on the show here because we want to take some time this season to share local businesses and things that we absolutely love because let's face it, over the last couple years, we all know how important community is and how important it is to support local, local businesses, small businesses, supporting people living their dreams and we are for it. So we wanted to take some time every episode to highlight small local business that we love and their products. Um, And just to remind everyone that these products are just things that we like and people that we admire, they do not affiliate with us in our opinions in any way. And this is not a sponsored post. This is just from the kindness of our hearts and bringing people together in community and supporting each other and living their dreams. So for the very first one, you guys, I have to do this one because multiple reasons. I absolutely fangirl over this girl and I also walk by her products every single time in the gym. And it is such a, (laughs) it's so hard because it looks so good all the time. So I thought this is the first one I Grant's not home right now, so I'm going to be able to enjoy this myself and not have to share it. You know, girls, you know what I'm talking about. You have a cookie and then they, yes. So we're going to um, talk about Chomp Cookie today um, for those that are in Kelowna and especially those that go to Iron Nation. I am sure you guys are very familiar with these delicious pieces that sit there and taunt you throughout your workout because they're in these adorable, cute little bags and you can absolutely see everything inside of it every time you walk by. So I thought this was a really fun one that I could start uh to start with so we're gonna start with this one and you guys can follow find her website at ChompCookies.ca. you can also find her on instagram at chomp underscore and you can order from her website um it made me giggle when i pulled up her website she is our local Kelowna cookie dealer and let me tell you, that is a dealer that I want to have, and that I have full, full approve of. Um, so she does all different cookies for a bunch of different occasions. Um, and the one thing I love about this, well, for one, these motherfuckers they weigh six to seven ounces, so that's is just like. That's cookie, you know what I mean, and it's not like you know. I know we're all trying to find healthier alternatives, and that's great. You know, it's it's really good to have those, but you know, when you just gotta have the good stuff, you gotta have the good stuff. And she's got the good stuff. It's the full fat. It's the the good chocolate. It's it's all the best stuff in a goddamn cookie, right? And I'm sure most of you are going to understand my statement. I'm going to show you the one that I'm going to eat tonight and I've been waiting to eat it to, sh- to share this with you guys, but uh, to share what kind of flavor she has. um, She has one that scores a lot and it's giant with a bunch of scores on it if you're a score lover. She has the big PB, which I've had. I love this one too. It competes for the f- number one spot from the one that I got here. Um, then there's the classic cookie, a nice big classic chocolate chip cookie. And then an ov- it's called the overall. And this thing looks like it's got so much personality. It's literally just bursting at the seams. And then you can also get a sample pack Pack as well. Um, like what a perfect gift to someone is a sample pack of six delicious cookies, right? Um, so I love that. I love supporting local people. I, like I said, I fangirl my um, fangirl at the gym and I constantly stare at these goddamn cookies. So I had to pick it up and I wanted to share them. Um, so I got the other, the last one, the cookies and cream. And y'all look at this. Look at this. Look at, it's like its own country it's insane. And that's, I've been, I bought this last night and I wasn't ready to record and I just stared at it and I contemplated coming here looking like a huge troll. So on this one here, guys, we have a chocolate cream cookie, cookies and cream bar, white chocolate, and semi-sweet chocolate. And it is absolutely delicious, especially with that Oreo on top and then just breaking it open here. Look at that. Wow. Wow. Should we do mukbangs? Is that, that's the cool thing, right? Um, yeah, I know you guys don't want to, see me eat it. So I'm not going to eat it. It makes my mouth drill, just having one tiny little bite. So guys, chop cookies. You can go to her website or if you're like me, you can go down to iron nation and grab them there as well. And, um, yeah, make sure you go and like her page, follow her, support her. And just let me know if you need my address and you can send me some too. If you love me, if you guys love me, that's what you'll do. All right. Until next time, let's get back to the show
1: being a mom you you like you realize how important that sense of or that feeling of community is because it is it can be very isolating
0: Mm, so
2: fucking isolating like all you do is just hang out with this tiny person that is not verbal until around like two like he's starting to say some things now like he loves fucking cookies and his puppy and um no he loves saying no and he loves saying everything's bad like i'm bad the puppies are bad the vacuum's bad (laughs) like you know, fuck the people are bad on bad.
1: I am like,
2: are they? <laughs> yeah. he's my I second gut. That. So, like, if he says someone's bad in public, I'm like, oh, you, oh, you got bad juju. <laughs> you bad, you bad, you bad, you bad. Yeah, my my toddler here says you're bad. He actually, doesn't say duh, so it's like bad. <laughs> bah.
1: <laughs> I love that. Bah. Yeah, Evie had a lot dare. of words like that. Like, just yeah, they, but it's still it's not community. Like, you can't i used to nick used to get so frustrated because i was just all over him after he got home from work i'm like i haven't had human interaction with someone that can actually speak to me
2: all day <laughs> what do you like, do what do you for lunch like-, <laughs> like
1: give me a break like you need to be nice to me because it's yeah you can actually answer me back instead of just looking at me <laughs> yeah. dead and like huh like yeah. yeah
0: yeah
2: i know i oh it is i am um, motherhood's weird man like it's been a trip i and I feel like you're one and done, right?
1: I I wanted another just to give her a sibling because I feel like having lost a sibling, I really, like, noticed the true, like, value of having them. So, um, I want to, but I... I don't know why just to me it's always been a feeling after a certain age I just don't want to keep trying like I don't want to be yeah. an older mom there's nothing wrong with being an older mom but I just never yeah. wanted like I had her at 31 and to me my my mom was 28 I feel like we started somewhat later traditionally yeah but I feel the same. I mean, I would like to have another, but if this is if she's all we have, like I lucked out because she's she's awesome. So yes. I, I'll never say never, but like I, in the next, I'd say a year or two, it's going to be a cutoff for us for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're not going to try no more after that.
2: Yeah, we. In all honesty, we um, Trav got the scissors. Like I think I was fourteen weeks postpartum and. He might fucking not like me saying this, but that's fine. Um, we No, he's fine. He's good. We talk about it all the time. Uh, we've been having the conversation lately that, like, it would be really cool to have a girl. And, of course, you, right. you don't get to pick and what I'm you get. I'm the same right? with a boy. You don't get to pick what you get. So, knowing my luck. Like, my brother has all boys. Girl. Yeah. And, I mean, boys run in our family. And also, twins run in our family. Both oh sides.
1: So, like, I would love we would get
2: two more boys, right? Like, knowing my fucking luck. Yeah. But we've been talking about that. Like, it'd be really nice to have... A younger sibling for Hendrix just because he has a lot of love to give. And like, since we got a puppy, like, he lost his playmate, Stormy, and he's yeah. just mopes around yeah. sometimes, like, you got a puppy and took away my playmate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Travis said to me yesterday, he's like, I'd be fucking like 60 by the time the last kid left the house. Like, I'd be going into a retirement home and
1: That's she'd be fucking too. Be, Yeah. He'd be
2: leaving the house. Yeah. And I have no fucking interest being a 60 year old mom. I just don't. I mean, I- we'll. Will be six years old while we're a mom, but like, but, like
1: to young, old? yeah. I had a girlfriend or a friend uh, in high school who, at our graduation, his dad was sixty-two, and for some reason, that just was like, "What? Like, how the fuck is your dad sixty-two? Like, my mom is just now sixty-two. Like, it's just like, yes. what? Your dad is how yeah. old? You're thirty-two. I, uh, I'm thirty-four in fucking Haley! eleven days.
2: <laughs> no,
1: <you can't. laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm 34 on the 24th That's of October. Crazy. I know it's I thought insane. we were the same age for some reason. You know? Nah, you're good. You're you good. know what though? No, I, I don't mind that. I have a lot of friends who are younger than me that always. Oh, I thought we were the same age. I'm like, nah, bitch. I'm an old lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm an old bitch. I've got a young soul, old. but I'm an old. I'm, I'm old on the outside.
2: <laughs> no, I truly did though. Like, you're doing great. You look great, kid. <laughs>
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, but it's still. It is very much like I. I understand being young parents now like I get it it makes sense to me wanting to like start young and I've told people and I've told Nick that had I known it might not have been her per se but had I known how fun it was I would have started earlier however I do feel like I have more patience now than I would have in my Mm. 20s so it's almost kind of like I feel like it worked out well for me because I in my 20s would have like I've never been a go out and like party type girl I did when I was younger in my younger 20s and teens but I just feel like Nick and I because we got together so young um Mm -hmm. we've had a time to like learn shit stabilize have a bit of a life before we started having kids like I've got a girlfriend who I graduated with who has like five children already and it's just like how the hell do you do that? Like they're all beautiful, they're all amazing, and like fuck, I'm so like incredibly in awe cool of her. But her. like, man, that's, an, that's intense. Yeah, that like keeps... it's a How lot. Do you keep that I know, I'm... and it's just like one,
2: two, three. Oh, okay, we're missing one. Right? I
1: yeah, bless those who have tons of children, and I've got tons of friends who come from families who are old school families of like nine, ten, twelve children, and it's just like good that for freaking insane. you because that to me is just. I how love you
2: afford it in the same age
1: honestly that's the other part of like I would be fine having another child because I also am like kind of a pack rat in the sense that I've kept a lot of her stuff so if it was another girl it'd be very helpful because For I have all of their <laughs> shit and she's also very much I've dressed her very much like me so there's a lot of boy stuff mixed in there too and like I find it yeah, oh, doesn't yeah. bug me so I'd be fine but how the hell do you how there's no way like I have friends that have multiple children in day home That's, like, I pay, Mm. like, just under $1,000 a month for her. Like, how the fuck?
2: fucking crazy. (laughs) Do you do multiple children and you don't get a
1: discount for multiple kids?
2: (laughs) You're literally working to, like, send your children.
1: And I feel like having kids and have, like, the last few years of, like, the huge awakening that has gone on throughout the world, it just really, like, instills in me and, like, shows me, like, Living the way people did back in the day where you had a farm and your whole family worked to provide for your family and, like, you did things, like, it blows me away how far we've gotten from that. Because, yeah, now, like, this morning, I was telling my girlfriends and, like, I hate saying it, like, Evie's sick, she's throwing up, she's got a stomach bug. It drives me nuts that, like, I am expected to do my work this morning. Have her. I had a, a tire appointment at Costco today that I would have had to go to. Thank God and bless Nick for bringing the car last night because, like, I have to yeah take I care of you. a sick baby, work. I have a puppy. I have a senior dog. She's sleeping. She's the easiest <laughs> dog in the world, but she is just like <laughs> I have to clean my house. I have to do the amounts of laundry because she's puked on everything. Like, yeah, we are expected to do and so much, and there's no you
2: are a person with needs.
1: There's no downtime for people, that. and I feel like. The, the pace of life these days is just painful and I feel like that also it lends is. to like people stamping out all the fun and all the like magic and all the like creativity that there is like I went and spent like almost $100 at the dollar store on canvases yesterday for Evie and I over the winter
2: oh you did yeah you I, I, you I finally did
1: and I found them because I, I just I wish people would just slow down up? and like enjoy shit instead of go 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 And yeah, like if your kids come up and like, it's just the creativity and magic of life. We just are so quickly to like, no, no, let's cut that out. We gotta get. So hear me out. Hear
2: me out. I have a theory on this. I mean, it's. I I think it's just it's it's a um, it all. It's it's one of those threads. Yeah. On that ball, so. It starts with pulling the family apart. Yes. We get children in daycares. We get children in day homes. We pull the mother outside of the home. Oh, yep. We pull the father out. Stormy, never mind. We pull the father outside of the home um, for long periods of time yep. during the day. If yep. not, like we are we're in a household where, like, my provider is gone for weeks at a time sometimes. And. I mean, there's benefits and negatives in that, but we, as a society, and I have a foundational belief that this was all by design. We, um, as a society, we are so fucking pulled apart and we are so overscheduled and we are so in this hustle culture, masculine energy that could you imagine if everyone had time to meditate for one hour a day without the pressures of, Oh, is, did I take meat out for dinner? Oh, did I, did I sign my kid up for soccer? Oh, did I, did I get that season pass to fucking Cray Family Farm? Oh, did I, did I do this? Did I do that? Did I do that? And then an hour has passed and your meditation time is over and you have achieved nothing. So do you think that like somewhere along the line, there was like a conversation in colonization patriarchy that it was like we need to and I know this sounds a little bit out there but like obviously I don't think people sat down and were like intentionally had these conversations but it was an essence not literal it's
1: the essence of yeah
2: the essence of we need to create a society that we are disembodied from our slowness Mm -hmm. if you look at anything in nature and we so I'll give a little backstory about the hierarchies of the universe so like we have and this is like where astrology and all of that trickles down from. Mm-hmm. We have the universe, and then we have the cosmos. We have the planets, the constellation, the stars mm-hmm. that do not belong to the constellations but have their own unique, individual blueprint. In these, in this universe, um, we have so universe, cosmos, mm-hmm. planets. This is like the hierarchy. It's called the sub logos of the universe. Universe, planets. Humans, because we are a conscious species that is yeah. able to communicate. We can work with our hands, we can work with tools, we can build things, we can develop technology. Then we have animals like apes, monkeys that have consciousness that have feeling, elephants, um, dolphins. Ooh, for sure. With, like pigs. So like then we have that layer of consciousness, and then we have like like insects, things like that, like this hierarchy of nature. And then we have nature in itself. So we have the mountains, we have trees, we have rivers, we have grass, we yeah. have all of these elemental species, uh-huh. all of these mm-hmm. elemental beings. Do any of them move quickly? No. Do you see a tree? Mm-hmm. Do you see a tree grow to its grandiose fucking final form in a few years? Twenty four in twenty-four hours? Oh. You don't. It takes hundreds and hundreds of years to get these big redwoods in yosemite park and down in washington state and along the coastline of bc we get like we visited vancouver in april for hendrick's first birthday and like i was like standing inside this one tree and it That's felt crazy. like i was like standing inside a hollow um house? a hollow skyscraper like, but, like it was like it was ma- yeah it was They're like huge. massive right? and i thought to myself i had this like epiphany when i was standing there and i said it was kind of just like a full circle epiphany and it was like nature We mimic nature on like a spiritual, cellular level. But like, fuck, we have got this all fucking wrong. We got this shit fucked up, you guys. Like we are so hustle, 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 hustle. When really we should be taking lessons from the trees, from the grass, from the seasons of this earthly realm are in place for a reason. The seasons are teachers to us we're sure. we we're not always supposed to be on we're supposed to go through dormants we're supposed to go through dormant sessions of like winter and fall and then like spring where we start regenerating and then summer when we're like hot we're on we're moving right mm-hmm. and things are alive and things are blossoming and then we then we like fall back into we fall back into fall yeah. <laughs> i'm so funny <laughs> fall back into fall That's and then like though. get into winter and right we got it wrong, Haley. Like we got this, we got it fucked up, man. And I think if we all could take five minutes a day to kind of just meditate on this notion, mm-hmm. like just hold that within your mind, like mimic nature, like slowness, like just really kind of like let that marinate within your soul. Sure. I, I think it would, Um. I think we would, I think we would change the collective consciousness on like a really grand scale. And then, because it's really overwhelming to try to be like, to change everything at once. Right. Mm -hmm. If we just start with these preliminary kind of like small meditations, it's going to grow and it's going to blossom. And you're going to start noticing like, Hey, I don't, I don't need to be rushing all the time. I don't need to be on all the time. As women, we can honor the cycles of our body and rest when we're bleeding and Go when we're in our oh god put on the spot now why can't I think of our cycles luteal phase uh, uh, ovulation
1: (laughs) I can never remember I've been trying to I know
2: (laughs) why can't I think of it right now because we're talking about it but yes you know what I'm you know what I'm saying right um we're in cycles we're supposed to live our life in cycles Mm -hmm. we are that we are designed that way the universe is designed that way the sun doesn't stay in Gemini forever
1: well and like you the were thunder- saying like flowers don't bloom all year round
2: no they don't and they're not supposed to we
1: have cycles unless you're
2: bill crazy. gates and you have created I'm, oh i'm gonna have. yeah but don't worry we're we're, we're very much
1: very much against bill gates on this podcast we have <laughs> yes. wasted many a time <laughs> Bill
2: Gates, if you're listening to this, we're not we like a fan here. of Billy
1: Boy. We ship him <laughs> off on a fucking Billy door Go. with leonardo <laughs> and let them drown in that fucking ocean. For all I care, I just we
2: yeah, in your acclimatized ocean. Yeah, Ooh, can we touch on this topic for a second? For sure, we can. Because this is something that I um every once in a while when people will sit down and listen to me ramble, this is something that I really like talking about I love because. That climate change is a fucking hoax
1: it's so hard saying that out loud because so many people say like have you not noticed this for- or have you not noticed this it's like no yes. because our supposed- our seasons go up and down all the time this winter we're supposed but to have it's tons of snow to be that way. and it's supposed to like be whatever but i'm like i've had years where that we've had snow already on the ground by this time of year and i've had years where my birthday is brown as hell like yes it's just and there's studies that show that like nothing is changing. Like it's that whole on the news, th- they have the split screen where ten year, or five, ten, five, six years ago, they have higher temperatures, but it's just like the normal color green screen, whereas now they're not as high, but they have red everywhere to show mm. emergency shock. Like they are very good at drawing the eye and making it seem like the, all the ice caps are melting. Oh my God, like no but they're not
2: so <laughs> and but but they also are um and for a reason, meant, for a reason it's cycle for a reason. like it is and the cycle is this is like the ice age is, it happened this can actually be like a little bit scary when you actually start thinking about it because it it puts a sense of mortality on humans um, um this planet mother earth as a whole It is a organic being mother earth is alive and this kind of goes back into the sub logos of the universe, right? So mother earth is a, is a planet and she is alive and she is flourishing. She is flourishing and she goes through cycles and her inhabitants, her nature beings, they all go through cycles as well. Not everything just like us. I hate to break it to you, but we're all going to die one day. That is the only guarantee in life. Just like us. Mother earth has her mortality rate as well. And um, This climate change that they're trying to portray to the general public to scare people into their fundraisers, to scare people into siphoning money into places where it's feeding really corrupt agendas. Uh Stormy. Did you hear that? She just pushed the fucking safe over to get in here. Are you kidding me?
1: I yeah, congratulations. Trying so hard yeah. to get in to see Look Mama. It. Mama. They
2: made it. <laughs> That's okay, you? I've got
1: Kitty climbing on my desk right now, so
2: <laughs> Man, resilience, hey?
1: It's true, though. Uh, like, I, our cycles, they, they don't match up either, and they don't line up. So, like, what we're... Like, how long has climate change been being pushed in our lifetime, though, Joe? Like, since, like, I've born in 89, through, all through the 90s, I, it was Y2K, and climate change, and the polarized caps, and, like, there's always something new.
2: It's always been there. Always. And it's... it's um We're always I, in
1: an existential crisis, it seems, and it's just, like, never fucking ending. And it's...
2: What's this? Big, That's because it's they this,
1: always generate good moolah.
2: We always need, you know, I'm just gonna fucking say it, like, I really intuitively feel into this, and a lot of big, um, a lot of big fundraisers, it is that, okay, some of that money is actually going into what they're saying it is, because they need to keep up a appearance, appearance. but a lot of that money is going to places that, um,
1: it's like the if opposite. You, if
2: you knew where it was going, you would not be
1: donating to no. it anymore. It's so hard donating to anything these days. To be truthfully honest, I don't donate.
2: To fucking we don't, We've stopped
1: because it's just, sure. it's who who the fuck knows where it's going. You don't. What's you doing?
2: don't. And then also, you need to consider the fact that, um, your money. So anything that you earn, anything that you trade your time for, this comes down to an energetic level. Yeah. Um, because we're energetic beings. So anything that you. Take in from an energy outward, you have an energetic blueprint attached to that. So any money that you make by trading your time for it, you are energetically attached to that money. So if you send that money out somewhere, your energy is attached to that. So say say you think that you're donating to a kid's fund for fucking sharpening skates for the winter Mm -hmm. and... But really, that money is funding some fuel for planes that ha- have no business going where they're going, etc, etc. I wish I could wink properly, but I can't. Um, yeah, so this shit gets dark and it gets deep. And a lot of people don't like thinking about it because
0: it's I would weird. never
2: support that. I would I would never do... I would never condone that. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, your energetic blueprint that is attached to that money is involved in that now yeah. now you have time it's guilty by association you are second hand
1: donating this
2: all yeah. boils down to um this is how this is how we um how do i word this properly this is how we get kind of siphoned into this big master plan of suppressing everybody mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. if they can energetically attach everyone to their agendas yeah it's hard to break free from that shit because you are energetically attached. You want to get away from it as much as you can, but you're still tied to it some way. You're still feeding into it. You still want to know what's going on with it. Like, it's kind of like the car crash thing. Like, there's a really bad car crash. You want to look away, but you can't yeah. because you're now invested in it.
1: It's almost like you have, like, a theoretical, like... um, like, dental floss from you to that. Like, it doesn't go away. You you are somehow no, linked that. to it. It's your it's energy perfect. has been given to it. And that's your energy forever. But it's, it's over there now. To that shitty Remember cause.
2: Remember when um, we went through that really scary thing a couple months ago?
1: Yes. And we... At the same time somehow? That was ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And I I, I asked you to, like, cut the cords. Yeah. It's the thing with that, right? It's yes. um. It's actually a beautiful practice for anyone listening now, too. Like, if you're feeling kind of stuck and you're feeling stagnant in your life and you feel like you just can't find momentum and you can't, like, feel like you're, like, fucking treading water and not going anywhere, I invite you to take a moment out of your day. If you are someone who likes to collect crystals, um, if you have, like, some selenite in your back pocket, selenite's a really beautiful crystal for cord cutting. And the essence of cord cutting is... Just because like our physical eyes can't perceive it with every energetic interaction that you have in this physical world, you are tied to it now. And it comes out from your heart center. Like you have like literally a heart string. So if you can visualize it in your mind's eye and you like visualize yourself as a spiritual being, there would be trillions, infinite cords coming off of you tied to every circumstance and every exchange that you've ever had and by cord cutting to a, intentionally to a certain situation you can release yourself of that energy that. My is aching right now because i'm speaking about um uh, heart chakra cord cutting it's just it's just like a little bit of a confirmation that this needs to be
1: spoken absolutely it's true i feel uh, like a lot of people need to go through that and whether you want to like I don't know. Like I said, a lot of people think this stuff is kind of woo-woo and whatever. But like, it's the same, same thing as like if it's if you feel something is toxic in your life, you need to actively, like, tell yourself to like you need to remove that. You need it gone. Yeah. You need to cut and, and it's sever so, that.
2: So simple. It's the you same, just call, same idea. You call your energy back. It is. It is, it is quite as simple as that. And I mean, if it's a certain person, you verbalize so i'm just going to make up a name here um just to like give a full example on how you can call your energy back to yourself so say you've been having a really toxic relationship with someone and you finally cut the you find you finally cut the physical conversation off you have deleted the numbers you were in modern society so you blocked them on social media i mean like you've done all the physical realm things but you're still feeling connected to that person you kind of you still feel yourself thinking about them Um, this is a form of telepathy because their energy, it's an energy vampire thing going on, right? It's, um, you can, you can physically say out loud, I call my energy back from Jane Doe and the law of three and the universe three times spoken, anything negative in the universe needs to abide by. And if you're speaking this out loud three times, I call my energy back from Jane Doe, blah, blah, blah. For this situation, I call my energy back from Jane Doe, blah, blah, blah. I call my energy back from Jane Doe, blah, 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 blah. If you, this is kind of getting a little bit outside of the topic, but I just need to, I need to finish this thought. If you are not feeling disconnected from that energy source anymore, you're not dealing with something from within our galaxies. It's just our law of our universe in this universe that we subside in. There is the law of three, mm-hmm. and this is infinite. This law of three it goes for you do three bad things, you're gonna get three bad things done to you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? A lot, like is three big. is three is a very profound number. Um, three sides on a triangle, three sides on a pyramid, mm-hmm. uh, right? Like it's three, and I mean thirteen ties into that as well. We're on we're it's Friday the thirteenth today. Love that. Haley and I had every fucking mountain put in front of us to get here today. And we finally, of course, on Friday the 13th, we are reconciling and having this conversation. And I mean, there's no, God makes no mistakes. And by God, I'm not talking about this guy with the fucking white beard sitting in the sky. God is the universe. Sorry to anyone <laughs> that picture in their
1: mind. Not oh, some dude just sitting there staring at us. It's a very yeah. different <laughs> meaning. <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He um he is the essence. He is the universe. The universe is mm-hmm. God. He is the creator of all creations. He is Absolutely. life's longing for itself. That's all we are on Earth, right? We're life's longing for itself. We wanna explore all the avenues that can be a physical manifestation And that goes good or bad. There are there is there is no good nor bad in this world. It's just polarities. It's negative and it's positive. Everyone and is good and
1: bad. It's kind of a, a balance of
2: it (laughs) yeah it (laughs) it's the balance of it it it, uh there i mean no one is innocent no one no one has their hands clean in this world and i you can talk to me all day if you want to about that you do no wrong like at some point you have hurt somebody intentionally or not intentionally and that's just the that's just a part of the human experience we're exactly we're, we're here to feel right and hey
1: it happens every yeah. every action has a reaction and they're not always good ones so
2: no and it's not always um it's not always up to us right like i mean it's kind of it kind of goes back to the saying like you don't get to decide if you hurt somebody
1: well you you're the enemy in someone's story always unfortunately just oh, it, because it is what it is
2: and that's one inevitable in life i feel because like if you're liked by everybody you're doing you're you've got like you probably take fuck i feel like
1: yeah if you if you're liked by absolutely everybody there's something you're not showing everyone and you're you're fake and you're trying to be liked and you're trying too hard i feel like if you're being authentic yeah unfortunately there's gonna be people that don't like you there's gonna be people that are jealous of you there's gonna be people that just can't stand you period they don't
2: resonate with you yeah i love i love that word resonate it yeah. is the theme
1: of my life right now it is
2: um I'm going through this kind of like metamorphosis of really owning who I am because like actually taking a hard look at myself in the mirror, mm-hmm. like who, who are you? Like who, who do you want to be in this life? Yeah. And what do you want, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, because it matters, right? Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be Hendrick's mom forever. He's, yeah. he's like, who am I to him?
1: Who is he Who to see I- you as?
2: like he's gonna figure me out one day Mm -hmm. who do I want him to see
1: oh man I remember when I no
2: no pressure
1: when I saw my like I was at my dad one of my dad's best friends who like has known me since I was born his 50th birthday this was years ago and I remember having that like realization that this is my dad with his friends as I would be with mine like my dad is a person like outside of my dad and I remember seeing my dad for the person outside like he's running around with his friends I think they did shrooms they're going to smoke weed away from everyone because they didn't want no one to see like they're just being like boys yeah right (laughs) they're just being boys and it was just like such a like I don't know it was kind of like it was really beautiful thing. like that my dad is a whole human other than what I see him as which is my dad and my dad can do no wrong to me and it's just like my dad is a shit disturber boy just like any other boy that i know like it's just it makes me laugh and it's true like we don't really often take a second to like that's what i like how how is evie gonna see me when she starts like fully like picking up on things like that and it does it can it can get to you like it's one of those like fuck like i don't even yeah and it makes you think like who the fuck am i i don't even know who i am to myself
2: And that's like that. Oh man, that's just it. You just like, you just said so much in one sentence. Who, who am I? Like to them, we are their whole entire world. Like they think that we got it all figured out. We're,
1: we're adults.
2: You know, know, like, and I thought that about my parents too. And now as I'm, I have an adult relationship with my dad. Like we sit down, we smoke weed together. We can talk about mushrooms together. I talk about my spirituality with him. He will tell me some things that have happened in his life where he has had spiritual experiences and my dad he I call him a closet intuitive because he is very, very intuitive. He just um
1: I feel like men would handle a little bit different than women would. He
2: doesn't yeah, he doesn't know it. And truthfully, I mean, if I like look at my origin my <laughs> origins, <Arden>. my origin. <laughs> my if I look at my origins, my cosmic origins, I was born in I I would have had to have been born into a family that was able to hold my frequency, whether or not they knew it or not. Like my mom, um, an
1: untapped resource type thing for your dad. Like,
2: yes, my, I, I know my mom was also, she had a lot of dormant mediumship and psychic gifts inside her, but the day and age that she grew up in, she was just not able to, um, really lean into them, and I—I I had a reading one time where I was having a very profound conversation with my mom, and she told me that she is like over the fucking moon that I have been set up in a circumstance where I am able to fully be present for Hendrix and like fully, fully nurture his magic, because she knew. That I was magic when I was younger, but the circumstances, her life, finances, she had to, she worked all the fucking time. Like she mine. was a nurse, mm-hmm. she was a nurse and she was always upgrading her education. She always wanted to do more and to, to provide us for a better life. Right. And, um, I really, really respect that. But like my mom was in her hustle energy. She was in her masculine energy for her whole her whole life up until she died. She worked on the day that she died. Like she worked a long shift on the day that she died. And that was just who she was as a person. And so to have that validation from her in a reading that like I am I am supposed to be taking it slow. I am supposed to be at home making bone broth and gardening and being present for my son and I'm not supposed to be in the field welding anymore, working fucking 14 hours a day for 24 days straight. Like that is not as much as I miss that because I'm attached to that who that person was. Like I really loved welding. That was not, I, I was not supposed to be doing that forever. That was supposed to teach me. It was supposed to give me the appreciation of actually being at home. Like I love being home Haley. And oh I God. know I can't even explain
1: I, to you how I fucking agree with you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, such an appreciation for it because i was gone so much right? you do, we,
1: we we are so ingrained from such a young life like i wanted to say to your mom hustled so you could have this too like this was the whole purpose of that but we are just so taught that like you have to do it all and have it all and be it all and like being a stay-at-home mom is something to look down on and god if i could if nick could make enough money where i didn't have to work from home and i could just be me at home i could see how i could get a little stir crazy to the beginning but once you fall into a routine it's probably like i have a girlfriend who is a new mom her son is just a few months old and she's like this is the greatest thing i've ever done in my life like this is the greatest job i've ever had and i have to agree staying home getting to take care of my home nick loves it I'm always mm-hmm. home. There's someone always home taking care of stuff. I can get supper oh my- going. Yeah. I can keep the house like to a certain standard that we like, like there's <laughs> just some, I'm not going to say I'm just totally freak out, <laughs> that, but I just, yeah. there is something so beautiful about it, but we are just taught that it is just, I don't know why. Like if you want to be a stay at home mom, like, okay, freeloader, like it's just such an yeah. ugly mentality that a lot of people have and like I want to be a career driven woman like that's good for you and like I applaud you and that's fine but like I have never really like I didn't know what I wanted to do straight out of high school I have been bouncing around I love what I do now because I can do it from home and I get it but like I've never been like I know what I want to do this is what I want to do this is my career here we go like I've always been floating and part of me feels like it's because she was waiting this was waiting for me. And this is what I meant to yeah. do. 100%. Yes. yes.
2: <sighs> there is no shame in being a stay-at-home mom. I it's, mean, it's our hard. our workload is insane. The mental load attached to it is. Um, I saw something is,
1: that said that stay-at-home moms work something close to like 97 hours a week.
2: Yeah. We have. Yeah. And I, I actually think I've, I've seen something similar. Hey.
1: Story, like we it is so underestimated like we produce so much like stress hormones and stress shit like being a stay-at-home mom like you can downplay it all you want it is some days yeah super easy super gravy but a lot of days it is not super gravy
2: (laughs) no it is oh i can't fuck man like i from the
1: moment you open your eyes to the moment you close your eyes it is a 24 hour seven days a week thing
2: there's no easing into your day i usually wake up well actually i started bringing hendrix into our room again to co-sleep after his for sure because i was tired of waking up to fucking blood-curdling screams because he was afraid of waking up alone and that's how i'd start my day every day can you imagine weeks like months day to screaming your nervous system gets fucking fried
1: Nick and would be the I first know- to agree that, like, co-sleeping is honestly like we did for the first year. She didn't sleep in her own bed until she was a year old. And now, when the second she wakes up, I know the difference between a whine and a cry. And she'll come into bed with us, and I don't care. Because Nick and I lost so little sleep in the first year. It was stupid. Like, she slept next to me. It was all good. And we lost maybe a week's worth in a year. Like, not even. Like, it's just, co-sleeping is a fucking blessing. Don't let anyone ever shame you out of it. Because it's...
2: No, and it is the most
1: natural thing it is I sleep the most natural thing because she's right next to me yes. she sleeps better because she's right t- next to me
2: it all ties into pulling mother and baby away mm-hmm. we are an interlinked species mother and hijay
1: well he also <laughs> came from you she also came from me like we that that is very underrated and very like Down. Not, like Glossed over like we were one thing at one point. Like we were
2: a oh, king. is so fucking keen on pulling mom and baby away from each other. All these mechanisms. The what is that? What's that? Uh, the snoo. The snoo. The
1: snoo. I wanted one for the <laughs> longest time, but the more I, I thought know, about it, like I thought it was, I wanted it They're too, expensive, right? first of all. The fuck.
2: And why are we buying? No shame if you are using one, no. but like, why are why are we buying things that our physiological body? biologically is designed to do is it the problem that we don't have enough support we don't have the tribe behind us that we need to yeah. go to these outside factors yeah. because the break and like trust me i say at least at least 20 times a day i need a fucking break like someone fuck it like help. i
1: need help like, I'm yeah And drowning. Drowning.
2: modern society i mean i feel i feel lucky because i have one grandma in the picture that is an angel. I mean, like, she, that's where Hendrix is right now. Like, if I didn't have her, I wouldn't be able to be recording this right now. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of mothers out there that have no village no or support system at all, or no support system at all. And like, I don't have a huge one. I mean, I know that if my mom is still here, she would be knocking on my door every single oh, weekend with sure. a suitcase. I'm here. here, like, go do your
1: get out of here. I got get out of the house. But-
2: I, that wasn't in my cards. And I know that there's women out there that have endless tribes and endless village, but like, there's a lot of women that have fucking nothing and mother and baby should be the pinnacle of society. We should be the ones that are most taken care of. Yeah, We should be forefront of every thought because if mother and baby fail, if mother fails, everybody fails
1: I thought of that too when I went into mat leave so I was lucky enough that the 18 month mat leave had just kicked in when I was pregnant with her so I got to take the 18 month versus the year um I was being paid little next to nothing from the government for that which like whatever but like it is crazy to me that like in the states it's six weeks (laughs) I know. A year and I a half wasn't long enough. Six fucking
0: really, I, weeks. I physically
2: cried when I read that. I read it on Reddit when I was, I think I was like seven months pregnant. Like I was, I'm we were getting close
1: Horrified.
2: Six weeks. Your baby. What's that? That's two months old, right?
1: Like yeah, like barely. That's like two months old is yeah. eight weeks that's like a month and a half old you have to be fucking kidding me like honestly the year and a half like I cried for the first week or two dropping her off at day home I fucking hated it because I was home I'm literally four or five six blocks away from my day home provider thank god but I hated it I hated knowing that like she is in the care of someone else and not me I I love my day home provider and like I trust her but there's just something to be said about like. Why are we so comfortable with letting other people raise our babies? Like it's like you said, it's the it's one more thing to draw us away from our kids. Like someone else is raising them, someone else is instilling like morals and like their compass in them when it's not us. Why do you think our world? I hate to say it links to it links to why we're so broken and like yeah. the whole like issue about like the LGBT thing. It's one more thing to just sever parent ties from their children like we are the problem i fucking created this i carried yeah. her i fucking birthed her like this is the parental right is, it's not even a right a parental gift is
2: it, yes like, it is it. nobody has authority over children no and a might get fucking their tail feathers and a ruffle here by me saying this but like not even as parents we don't have authority over our children nobody has authority over our children other than the universe they are children of the universe we are their spiritual guides
1: guides. we're there to guide them though
2: exactly and when you start dismantling the family you start dismantling the spiritual psyche of human beings we are be in families we are meant to have a mother a we father we have never
1: been more miserable as a society now like think and about the, 50s ha- and the, the 30s 20s it was like super nuclear and super like mom stays home blah 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 like i hate to say it but it may be mom archaic but they so seem still to be a lot down. happier <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we didn't have issues like this it wasn't so chaotic
2: trav was telling me something really interesting that is on this topic the other day i can't remember Kyle I think it was Kyle Kingsbury's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um he was saying that when you look back at the history of society as soon as society starts getting confused about gender
1: yes is the collapse
2: is the collapse of society mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um how do I say this in a nutshell so we are going into Our a collapse, really pro experience as humans we are going to be experiencing a grand solar flash um by the year 2025 and what's happening with this is a lot of people are having their dormant gifts come on a lot of people are going to start experiencing telepathy a lot of people are going to start experiencing clairvoyance uh audience, where you hear spirit world clairvoyance is where you see spirit world and um Claire Cognizance is when you feel yeah. spirit world. And a lot of people have clear cognizance actually actively in their day to day life, but we just, and it's your intuition, okay. right? A lot of people, um, we're, it's programmed out of us because we're heavily surrounded by substances, by vaping, by alcohol. Alcohol kills the spirit. All no, you know.
1: stimulants, right? That just drown out everything.
2: So what's happening with this grand solar flash is the frequencies on the earth are changing and we are slowly being acclimated to this new frequency. What this frequency is, we're in third density right now and we're getting into fourth and fifth density. So um, when I kind of bounce between realms, I bounce between third, fourth and fifth density. And what is happening right now I have a friend at Holistics and Red Deer and we we chat about this all the time every time I go in there she's like oh, I've been having really intense headaches I've been getting like like weird body aches weird body pains and so this is happening to everybody right now and I really want you to pay attention to this and like actually start thinking when you're having these random aches and pains what it, what is happening here is you're your junk DNA, this third-density DNA, is getting calibrated like to upgrade. a new frequency. Yes! it. That's exactly what it is. It's a cellular Download. upgrade. Mm-hmm. Download. Yes. Your body is taking in cosmic light from the sun. Take your fucking sunglasses off.
1: It's been so and, hard, too. We've been so conditioned to sunglasses, and I've been trying oh so dude. hard.
2: I, I'm such a fucking hypocrite. I'll be the first person to yeah. say it. I, it's hard. My though. eyes are that I need to wear glasses yeah. and I can't see shit when I'm driving, when the sun's in my eyes, do I want to crash on the highway with my no. baby in the car? Or do I wear sunglasses? So I do really intentional sunlight, right? Yeah. Like we do in the morning. I let the dogs out. Hendricks and I go barefoot outside. Absolutely. We get bigger sunlight on our eyes and we just ground. We take some time. We say hello to our trees. We um, acknowledge mother earth in her fullness. If I lived and... on an
1: acreage, I'd be nude in the mornings outside. on my <laughs> <deck>. <laughs>
2: Yes, I can't wait.
1: I won't like fully sun, like but butthole sun. I will admit that. Like that's uh, that's a little dude. I, I... sunning your your genitals. And... Of... It's crazy. Is one of
2: the quickest ways to turn on your gifts. Everyone listening here,
1: sun your vagina,
2: sun your badge. <laughs> it's the quickest way to turn on your dormant gifts. And it, it sounds is because... crazy,
1: but honestly, the sun like. We've been made to believe that it is the devil. It is the cancer creator. No, it's the sunscreen. There's it's all the garbage you lather on that's giving you that cancer and baking into yeah. your skin and baking all those yeah. chemicals and altering them. And it's disgusting. <clears throat> the sun is people. Yeah, we've been led astray about that sun. I've said to Nick, when you're driving down a str- like in the bush, like down a road and it's nothing but trees next to you. Remember that the sun and the rain did that without any help. It yeah. grew and it nourishes and it completely like that whole the whole life of that bush is created by two things water and so sun
2: so do you think we're 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 organic beings we need that's it. all we, are. we need the sun when we, we decompose back to the earth just like a fucking tree trunk like i don't know where we went so wrong that we think we're like
1: above all that
2: above all that and we think that we're separate from nature look at the veins in your arms right now look at the veins in your feet the varicose veins in your legs we've been accustomed we've sorry we've been acclimated to believe that this is all like body image issues we need to fix all this shit like this is our reminder for mother earth that the tree trunks that you see running through the ground that kind of pop out of the ground like those are the veins The right like the Mm. our flow our moon bleed we are our copper river that is yeah we...
1: <sighs> it's 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 wild how disconnected we are from all that and how we're made to think that it is crazy talk and just nonsense it's sad. It's kind of weird
2: it's really sad mm-hmm. I was ooh on the topic of moon bleeds I I had a uh, download a couple weeks ago I was telling Travis about about um Our periods as women and like how we all sync up and the PMS symptoms that we've been led to believe are just like craziness in women. Um, I had a download, a cosmic download of information come to me while I was going through my PMS symptoms. And it was that our PMS symptoms are actually, we are integrating, we are processing, and we are dissolving and empathizing with all of the human, or sorry, the feminine rage and the feminine injustice that we have all experienced. Mm-hmm. All of like, you get really angry for no reason. Why? Like, why? We get really moody. We get really sad. We've been we suffocated get really- for how long?
1: That's, it's a collective.
2: When we are about to purge, when bleed, mm-hmm. when we are about to bleed, we have all these emotions come first. And, it, it's just another layer of society that they try to make women feel like we're just like this dirty being and we're we're unpredictable and we we're angry and we're angsty and we need to go on fucking medication. we need to take all to to um
1: get on birth control to regulate it, get on everything
2: to subside these hormones. these hormones are neuron messages. From the universe, I don't know if I said that right, but it makes sense in my mind. Yeah. They're, te- they're teaching us something. Emotions are teachers. And the emotions that we feel when we're leading up to our period, we're, we're grieving. We're literally fucking grieving for all of women. And when we really start embodying this and when we really start integrating this notion, and I really invite every single female listening to this, like really feel into it when you're about to get your next moon. Um, the emotions that come up, the injustice that you feel, the the sadness that you feel, this is all collective feminine archetype energy that we're processing through as a collective feminine archetype. Because even though we're individual expressions,
1: human beings... Still-
2: we're all one. Yeah. We're um, When I started really bringing out my my gifts to the world, I had a really hard time with, um, it was a, it was an ego thing. I was dissolving a part of my ego, but I felt like if it was only one person listening to me, like it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. And that is so fucking silly because <sighs> there's an ancient proverb that says, if you reach one, you reach all mm-hmm. because we. Share a collective consciousness, yeah. like so. You and I having this conversation right now, the ripple effect is going to be endless. Like we won't even, we will never see the last ripple in the tide. You will always it have is. me
1: as a listener, so you know you have at least one solid. I will always. and the
2: right in the conversations that will stem from the conversations that we have, in the conversations, and so on, and so on, and so on. It's endless
1: and it it's infinite. Way better than like I've grown so tired of like the typical like like pleasantry talks that you have with people like i i am very much on oh. levels of like i want to talk about aliens and Go the moon and like our general like our cosmic purpose <laughs> and like things like that that's the kind of stuff that interests me now it's it's less like we've talked about it on the podcast i've tuned out of hollywood for a, a long time now like quite a few years and it's just once you do and once you shut off all the very frivolous garbage that we like like gossip and like all that crap it really opens you up to, like, bigger questions. And I've always, like, I've told Nick, I've told everyone, I'm pretty sure I've said it on here, I I am, like, such a shitty candidate for a cult because I am always like, okay, but why? Why are we doing this? Like, what? Why? I want to know, him. like, I need to know oh. why. I need to know how. I need to know what's going on. Like, what, what, what why are we doing yeah, that? Yeah, what's in this? What's yeah, in this? <laughs> why why do we follow that weird dude over there in the, in the robe? Like, what is it about him? Like, I'm just, yeah. I like the, I, and that's another thing we stamp out of kids is the why. We get so annoyed with them constantly asking why, 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 why. God, if we just asked why more often, <laughs> I feel like yeah. we would be so much better off than just, like, following <laughs> yeah. Like, Why blindly, like holding the hand of the person in front of us and just like going along aimlessly and like in like robot mode. It's crazy. Why is such oh, a good question?
2: We are at the, the whole like the guts of society. I feel like we they are in robot mode. I mean, like, not they have has it been intentionally done between our tap water, the fucking chemtrails, and the heavy metals that are put in our food that is all for a fucking reason you can control people easier when their mind is numb down the fucking little yeah. pokey pokes they've been doing to people like all the, it, um, all the don't pokey want to admit pokes unfortunately all
1: the pokey pokes all the pokey nick pokes and i actually saw a chemtrail over the weekend and we watched it like we watched it fly across and then you can just watch it dissipate and like slowly expand and we're just like sitting there watching like like what is falling onto us right now like what is that And then we saw actually another plane follow the exact same, like, line that he did. I'm like, what are they, like, is he spraying something to mix with that, to do something? Like, what is going on?
2: Dude, do you, I think this quite often when I see chemtrails, because Lacombe, um, Lacombe has a lot of them overhead, I notice. Sure Park actually
1: does too, quite a few.
2: Yeah, and I think it's. I actually heard one time that Lacombe is like the witchcraft capital of Alberta. <laughs> it's Y'all are being funny that targeted. But no, truthfully, and there's a, there's a high there's a higher uh, vibration of consciousness here. It's a it's one of the grid lines of the heart chakra. Is
1: it's Lacombe funny you and, said like Because Park is liberal as fuck. Nick and I are probably like one of like ten fucking conservative you're there for- people. It's ridiculous.
2: Your energy expands outwards, and it makes people feel. Safe that are like you. Yeah. Um, but just to look back for a second, I have a, I have a, I have an inquiry that I don't know if like you have thought of, or maybe you have an answer to, but I think to myself quite often, like, do you think that the pilots driving those planes, spreading those chemicals, do you think that they know what they're doing?
1: See, I'm inherently always like lean towards like, there is evil in the world, but I can't, I can't wrap my head around everyone being that way so like i guarantee you there's a probably a good percentage of people that do know what they're doing but i also have to believe that there's also people that feel like it's like all the doctors throughout this whole thing they genuinely because they were taught mm-hmm. that they genuinely think they're helping you they they're trying to do what they think in their it's heart doctrine. is good yeah because they have been indoctrinated so like they may not consciously know that they're spreading shit in the sky but I know that there's tons that like do and they like they know that it pays good and they, they fly their plane around and just crop dust the fucking planet with all the bullshit and garbage that's and it's also it's it, it drives me nuts that like it is a verifiable, Googleable, researchable fact that the government has has <laughs> patents and has been using this for decades seeding. It it just it is what it is. Like I'm sorry, if you want to be in denial, but like that's on you. Like it is just so painful that like people are like, oh my god, chem. Tra-. Like the other day, we we're outside. I'm like, look, a chem trail. And I had Evie, chem trail, chem trail. She said, I'm like, yes, she yeah. is going to be the god. kid at school or wherever she is. Oh look, a chem yeah. trail. Like, a chem trail. I just, it, you can real. tell condensation chem versus chem, and it just like it does. It really bumps you out. And I've thought of that tons. Like in every situation, do people genuinely know the evil that they're perpetrating like do they understand like the the ripple effect of like all you had to do was not take that contract all you had to do was say no i'm good i don't need to fuck the collective like it is crazy how many situations i have thought of exactly that like do people realize what they're what they're doing
2: do they (laughs) because like like is that a conscious
1: were... like i'm gonna go spray this chemical over like thousands if not millions of like innocent that people also
2: live in like
1: that's not that's, too. What that's of... why i feel like maybe not because like how the fuck can you live in something that you know is going to cause cancer adhd all the fucking spectrum of fucking bullshit that we go through these days like and yeah. it's not by coincidence like i like i've always said like cancer and all that and like all the diseases that we have back in the day yes people live to be like 30 or 40 but with washing their hands and like general hygiene a lot of that was eliminated and people started living quite long lives but then all of a sudden all this disease and all this garbage and all the cancers and all the like chronic illnesses and ailments came out like how do how is that so not obviously man created like it's not like mother nature just wanted to flick the switch and turned on disease like yes there is some yeah. in nature and i am fully like i get that but
2: collection. that's just the way of the world and that's yeah. where like
1: it's the same thing like how did those people that started this how can you sit there and just like be okay with just being that big of a piece of shit i'm sorry <laughs> but like you're a fucking dirty dog if you think that that yeah. is like acceptable to be like generations, your family included, your generational family, no one is immune to it. I don't care what anyone no. says. Like you're not, it's just, it, it, just like it a, that is a huge question extra. that I think people need to start asking themselves more is like, yeah. why? And are people aware of this? Cause they're not, that's this whole last few years has been painfully obvious that people are just fine living in their, with their blinders on and in a bubble of bliss and, like that what's the word? Um blissfully unaware. You know? Yeah. I just ignorance don't care.
2: ignorance is bliss. Yeah, ignorance is bliss.
1: And I feel like being a parent through this last has been so tumultuous, so fucking hard because everything I pick up, everything I try to feed her, everything I try to give her, everything I try to clothe her in, everything I try to give her to play with, I'm just constantly like what the fuck like what is in this what is on this what was coated? Yeah. what was fucking done to this like i sent you this One. morning i on instagram there's a bong from sheen it's like glowing dark yeah. and i'm like i Dude, would love to have that but like what chemicals are coded? what are you
0: inhaling? What are you, yeah, inhaling
1: what are you inhaling what are you eating yeah. what are you drinking like it's just oh man
2: things that we like really made a priority in our household within the last couple years is um we have a Berkey for water purification. Of How's just that going? To, it's great. I love it. I, 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 we do not like, if I see someone drinking tap water, I'm like full tilt fucking gonna like screw you up.
1: I love her to bits and pieces and she is like my ride or die in this life. But she, she's like, I love tap water and it's just like, oh, God. We have, um,
2: osmosis right?
1: <laughs> water, like our bottled water and even that still, like, I try to put it out of my head because I know it's not perfect, but, it's yeah. just like, and like even water bottles now, Nick went and picked up, we were going to Costco and there was two things, of water bottles cases next to each other. One of them literally says it's fluor- it's fluorinated and he's like, you yeah. have to watch, like it says right on it. And...
2: Look in your water. Like, <sighs> oh,
1: 100%. I am so and... thankful that Nick is, he, my. he's a little less psychotic than I am when it comes to shit like that, but like we are very much ingredient <laughs> readers and like his dad is like, like above and beyond like he is he 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 thrives and strives to be on your level of like Awareness and conscious and 5D and all that. Like really he's, he that. tries. So he kind of trickles down to Nick's and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm just thankful because, yeah, I can't imagine having like a significant other who is just like, oh my God, it doesn't matter. Just give him that fruit roll up or just give her that like pack of shit. And it's just like, I can't even like freezies yeah. and shit. I just, I can't. The dyes in it. Like I just, I have such a hard time with everything these days. You know,
2: the funny thing is, is that. don't want to be a
1: boring if... mom, but.
2: No, it... Not a boring mom, and Travis and I have this conversation a lot. The hustle culture of taking the mom out of the house creates and it creates a society where we are eating prepackaged foods. Like I, one thing that has come in, I got tired of my own bullshit a couple weeks ago, and I started buying things. I was trying to buy like things with minimal ingredients, but it was still packaged. Now, still getting all these packages and all this fucking garbage and. The actual, the pivotal point for me was when we were doing renovations, we had to take our old flooring to the dump. And when we came around the corner and I saw the pile of garbage, I wanted to cry. I felt like someone punched me in the gut and I was like, I'm a contributing factor to this. And like, here I am at the dump with my fucking garbage like did we have to do our, flooring? our dump, It's no. all
1: the like hills and mountains you see there that are grassed over that yeah. you know damn well is like an old pile of garbage and like there's like 45 of them surrounding you and it's like yes. what the fuck?
2: It's, and the the thing that I kind of like got tired of my own shit with Haley was um I know that I have the time now. I have the time to make all of Hendrick's snacks. I have time to make granola bars. I have time to make her own granola. I have time to make freezy popsicles. I oh, have the time.
1: With jelly I, I
2: have it. Yeah, with gelatin, um, organic blackberry juice from Costco, and uh, elderberry yeah. syrup. I have time to do all this now. Every, I feel, I feel sad for the moms who don't because we've gotten caught up in this fucking societal mm-hmm. rat race, and it's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to have time to do all this for our families, but this is—it's one of those threats. They Make it very,
1: very overwhelming. It, And And then they expensive and they make it very unattainable for the regular person,
2: for the regular person to do. What are you supposed to work for eight hours a day? Have your two hour commute, come home, spend time with your children and then cook your bread, your sourdough, your granola bars, your fucking like, oh, so when are we supposed to have time for our children and our spouses? Fuck yes jinx, you jinx. Want me to
1: <laughs> it's true though like yeah. we are set up for failure from the moment we wake up because you're expect yeah you have 24 hours to do 48 hours worth of fucking shit and it just doesn't it doesn't add up the math ain't the math,
2: I, math doesn't add up man <laughs> the,
1: math <ain't laughs> on that.
2: the math doesn't add up
1: here yeah and it's it that's the one thing that like i feel like is the biggest takeaway of the last few years is they make everything healthy and everything that is remotely good for you. So unattainable, like incredibly the thing unattainable. Thing that
2: just came out?
1: The what? Sorry.
2: The thing about the big article about Chick—is it Chick Fil A or something in the Chick Fil A or in the states or something? That like ninety per—I—I might—I don't want to—I f- don't want to be a liar here. I just glanced yeah. over it. It was a really crazy number. I'm just gonna say ninety percent for the shock value. It was like ninety percent of their ingredients had like cancer-causing agents oh, yeah. in it. Or like- and it's been it's been portrayed as like this healthy route the amount of, of like
1: orange that. juices that are owned by the coca-cola company that are being recalled and being sued for c- cancer causing chemicals the fact that tylenol <laughs> is under very secret lawsuits and have been oh. for the last year or so because it is fucking trash for children stop
0: giving
2: fucking kids tylenol stop Dude, it i stop.
1: There was this post, I'm um, you might have seen it, I don't know, it was this, like, putting out their fall decorations, and it's this mom putting out all the Tylenols and all the stuff on their, like, windowsill of, like, things they're going to need for cold and flu season. And I made yeah, a comment yeah. saying, like, I just made my first batch, and uh, I will never go back, of um, fermented honey garlic, and I want to yeah. do onion, too um and the amount of people asking like okay well how do you take it like do you chew the cloves I'm like well me and my husband could chew the cloves and take some of the syrup but my daughter will take just like the honey because it it's easier for her it's not as like strong and pungent as garlic is like yeah but you would be fucking surprised what do you think your great great grandmas used when they were sick honey and onions honey and garlic like we are just so conditioned to yeah like the things that we are told that is like helpful and like it just hurts and it's so sad trying to explain to like moms that like a fever is your body doing its thing it's not a bad yeah. thing you need to keep an eye on it leave it alone, just leave it alone. Let it give them some water make sure it doesn't like go out of control but like give them liquids and like but like the fever is your body fighting that infection we're told to fear yeah. go to the hospital immediately get them fucking on all sorts of drugs Nick even Ooh. he's like should we take her to the hospital should we give her some Tylenol I'm like Nick I oh. love you you, oh, but it's that mom intuition I'm like I love you so much but like no we don't even have Tylenol in the house anymore I've gotten rid of it we don't have yeah. I have some holistic stuff by that Byron or like yes, some yeah some of that stuff when it comes like super like die hard but even that like going to buy that there was a three limit at the store like six seven months ago when like the whole shortage yeah. of like Tylenol and everything and the lady like counted There's, oh, there's cool, three here kid. right I'm like yeah there's three here like calm the hell down like but it's full Dude. it's stocked full because no one touches homeopathic because they've been told it's watered down garbage it's like okay well no it's
2: plant essences. <laughs> it works with your body the remedies work with your body i went on a vigilante streak actually when uh i gotta tell you a funny story i don't think i told you about this but i i, I went vigilante on Tylenol so um i
1: love when you post this stuff stop stop being your babies stop doing this i love that that is such a f- the
2: Posted yeah. When someone announced their pregnancy, please don't.
1: Congratulations. And I'm like, stop fax, don't vaccinate
2: the baby, don't vaccinate baby. But um, when that whole shortage of Tylenol came out, um, my stepson, uh, I don't think she'll ever listen to this, but if she does, fuck it, whatever. Um, we uh, so she's complete opposite of us, complete opposite of us. And, um, she actually like laughs at the holistic lifestyle, but she, I don't want to say this respectfully because I, I do, I, I honor everyone's, um, journey. I, yeah. I truly do. <sighs> she, uh, she loves giving him Tylenol. Loves it. It's her first go-to. You got a sniffle? Tylenol. You got a headache? Tylenol. Oh, you fell and fucking bumped your neck? Like, you, you know, Tylenol. I Tylenol. I
1: used to do it to get her child to sleep. She,
2: she sent this, she got a because when Tylenol went off the shelves, she went and got a prescription for it and she sent it to her first mistake was sending it to our house yeah. with me in the house. Right. So she I sent it to her house up. and said, um, mm. he needs it at blah, blah, blah hours. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We nod our head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. He fucking and, um, so I did, I was, I was supposed to send it back to him cause I dropped I, I dropped him off at school that day and, the that went. and I, yeah. And I didn't, I, I didn't send it back with him and, oh, we heard about it. Right. And so I said, you know what, Trav, like, don't worry about this. I'll, I'll message her. And I'll explain to her yeah. why I didn't get back. And so I did, I was very respectful about it. I said, listen, Tylenol is under very secret class action lawsuit right now for Incredibly. causing insane things in children and as his in lieu of stepmom like we're I aren't married yet but we're engaged and i've been in i've been in his life since we were two years since he was two years old so i love the kid like he's my own
0: you can as guard
2: as a cosmic mother embodiment i have taken it upon myself to throw that shit in the trash
1: holy fuck Haley I can't imagine how that went over
2: <laughs> it was not good no it was not good and I actually felt kind of guilty because I was like okay did I make the right choice like this isn't my child like I didn't birth him but then I thought to myself was I feel so fucking strongly about this that yeah. I know that I made the right choice this is a child that doesn't have the option for his own health care right now and this came into my home you made the mistake by sending this into yeah, my home you Shouldn't have. and i decide what happens in this household he didn't get any of it in the household he he didn't suffer in his sickness no. he was he hung out on the couch and played with Hendrix but like there was no pain there was he was not fucking dying like and the you same you know
1: same token like you're not going to let him suffer you're not going to give him crap but you're not no. going to let him suffer
2: I support my children in a very holistic way Hendrix just got over being sick for eight days he had hot baths. I had him on the nebulizer with saline to break up the shit in his lungs because kids, like, we can she, spit out the phlegm that we cough, right? And like,
1: <clears throat> or, like, get clear it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I clear it. So, a nebulizer is a really great way with saline solution you can get on Amazon. You hook them up to it 10 minutes a day, and it, it reverse osmosis the phlegm. Out bacteria in their lungs and it dissolves it for them and at first it seems really scary because they get really sick afterwards like the first time i did it to hendrix the like the phlegm and shit was like coming out of his eyes like he woke up one day and his fucking eyes were like sewed shut from like eye goop yeah and i was like oh my god like what did i do but Paige, my friend who led me onto this path i think i've told it before Mm -hmm. it was she was like no like this is fucking working like keep doing that and I was like whew, like okay and that's a part of the community like you need a holistic mom community because mm-hmm. I was a new mom at the time Hendrix was like six months Being old a new
1: mom is the worst because you just you don't know
2: no and it's scary right and then, unless you have the experience like now when hendrix gets sick like actually paige says this about her kids when they get fever she's like let them
1: burn your intuition kicks in and you just know that it's it's not dude i remember she was only a few weeks old and she vomited what seemed way more than her body weight all over me and i'm sitting there looking at nick like we need to go back to the hospital i don't know the fuck like is that normal like oh my fucking god like every little thing when they're little when you're new is fucking scary It is so scary. So that's how they prey on you. They get us hard. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's fear. They fearmonger us as new moms, and they target you. And they make they right down to the fucking marketing of Tylenol. Like when you start dismantling society and you start like, Mm -hmm. you walk down the street. Like I can't walk down the street anymore without thinking like we're under attack for consumerism. Right. Like if you start noticing like little like I noticed a sign walking uptown in lacone the other day and it sounds stupid but on the sign for a clothing store it said you know you wanna like that's fucking subliminal messaging it's you
1: pressure right there right like... everything we're warned against is. by our parents don't do things just because other people tell you to and we do it all the time yeah
2: and growing up in a society where like it's nothing but societal pressure to oh yeah to consume, well and also to consume. not
1: to go against the grain and to not yeah have your own opinion and to like look into things and discover that hey the things that they're pushing not that awesome not that fucking awesome at all pretty
2: much my rule of thumb at this point of my life and being a mom to a small toddler if it's mainstream against and it's coming anywhere government affiliation it ain't yeah
1: that's my girlfriend with the son who's only a few months old It's so, it's very, the cognitive dissonance of SIDS is very hard because when I went in to get, um, so Evie has only her two four and six month shots. I stopped after six because I just finally woke up and said like, no, I can't do this. And I really wish I wouldn't have got any, but like, it is what it is. It's done. I don't harp on it. But when I went, I had to get her a family doctor just as a backup. It's my doctor. So I just took her in. They said that they would gladly accept her as a new patient. So I took her in and I said, look, she's like, have you gotten her shots up to date? And she was 18 months at the time. And I said, no, mainly because I don't like, I just want to do more research, which is a bullface lie. I just was not doing it. But I was just like, I just, I want to do more research. I just don't like some of the things I'm seeing. And she straight up said. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because um, autism presents at the same time you would get your 18-month shots. And I kind of wanted yeah. to ask her, like, but why is that? And, like, SIDS, like, sudden- I fully believed up until I had a child that SIDS was because a baby rolled over and suffocated in its sleep or because they just died in their sleep. Why do babies, healthy babies, just die in their sleep? That doesn't make any healthy sense. Babies don't they don't? Die. And so, like yeah. a lot of these, like illnesses and things, and like autism is like, how many fifty and sixty year old people do you see these days with autism? None. It's all younger children. It's all the younger generations because in the fifties and sixties they had six shots that they got throughout their childhood. Now we've got like, so, like ninety three.
2: Is insane that like yeah, it's like it's what literally- our parents compared to what we get like
1: seven or eight times the amount like it's
2: we're in aluminum toxicity by the time a child like it's like an it app ab- to SIDS they are you are in aluminum toxicity.
1: with heavy metals and like
2: it crosses the blood brain barrier and that's when you start getting these neurological um, diseases because the way that our brain is designed to function and the finely tuned balance of chemicals yes. in our especially when you're that little yeah it's it's fucking sad and I think it makes me cry honestly the hard
1: part about everything too is once you realize that like when you tell people it doesn't make you very popular and it makes you crazy (laughs) and sound crazy but the only reason we're doing it is because yeah like it fucking physically hurts me to know that like we have just been designed to believe and like indoctrinated to believe that we are doing good when all we're doing is just poisoning the younger creating- generations, <laughs> and we're creating pharma patients for life because we're just injecting them with God knows fucking what. Like Money. it just, it, it just, it's so hard being on this side of the the story. You know, like it doesn't make us popular. Like our podcast no. is blocked on Instagram. It says, "Are you sure you want to follow?" Like
2: I know I a couple people messaged me. I sent you the yeah. one screenshot of- after that, and Fuck I was yeah, like. I do. Well, Follow,
1: follow 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 yeah like it's just it, it. it's not it does not make you popular and with censoring these days like it's gonna only gonna get worse but like we're not doing it to be popular I'm not doing it to be like to, no. for clickbait I'm not doing it to be like yeah like shock value I'm doing it because I'm trying like we're trying to better people's society yes. like perception and society and like trying to like just show us like if we all stop doing it Like, my girlfriend, when she went, she's not vaccinating her son at all. And she they went and her husband is very, very outspoken and straight up told the nurse like, yeah, no, we're we're thinking about not doing that. And he she said, honestly, the level like the numbers have dropped drastically in childhood vaccinations, because of the COVID thing, because people are finally realizing like, wait a second like if the COVID is giving all these weird side effects what the fuck are all these other things from like allergies allergies are not normal or what are other things that kids like allergies asthma ADD ADHD Mm -hmm. those are all the dyes and all the foods we eat and all the medicine that we have like it, it all links back to something that like it's hard to digest and it's really hard to like like comprehend how it's just normal to give oh, our kids all oh, shit yeah and how like we said how are people this big a shit bags that were just yes yes fine doling out last- garbage
2: going and i i truly believe that like we are all born um we are all born pure we are all born honest and we are all born innocent and through environmental factors and through um outside forces like food and tap water and sky, what's raining down in our fucking clouds like that is where the human psyche and the spiritual psyche really starts getting jailed. cracked it starts yeah it starts it's all it all boils down to a grand master plan to pull us away from our spirituality. And I know that like that word has been so overrun and it has been so drowned out in the last couple of years because it's become so
1: tainted by mainstream.
2: And, um, true, true spirituality is not fluffy. And it is not this fucking Empress cloud rolling in where like, you're just going to experience love and light and fuck shooting out your asshole and no. it's just not it's not like that it's truly not like that it is taking the lens off of the matrix and seeing society as a whole and where does my energy fit into this where am I putting my energy what type of energy am I taking on and no. it's so complex and it is so it is such a profound notion that kind of looping back to what I said where do we start um i'm noticing it's 113. i got yeah, i was up gonna up.
1: say well we're gonna we're, but we might have to do a whole other episode with you because i could just talk to you for fucking days i tell you i
2: know i'm really enjoying this i got my little lap dog I here so do <laughs> nice and cozy our frenchie puppies we're on the same timeline okay just a thought here but to, to loop back to um what i said earlier about where where do we start with this where do we start getting in tune where do we start Um, developing our own intuitive gifts so we can really sink into Uh ourselves as spiritual beings that five minute meditation of just
1: does a lot
2: just have an awareness Uh of your body have an awareness of your physical body have an awareness of your thoughts i know i even struggle with this and i try to make meditation it's it's a struggle being a mom to find time to (sighs) meditate um but pee, when let i let
1: alone meditate are you kidding me
2: when i when i do find the time to meditate my thoughts are racing and this is i just want everyone to know like this is very common you're not gonna sit down and you're not gonna be able to meditate right away like yeah. unless unless you have very very strong willpower and you have like a very um um like you're you can just focus really easily <laughs> chances really are you a, gonna, a little bit gonna, of gonna, practice, yeah your mind yeah. is gonna go a million miles an hour but That is, you are separate from your mind. Your mind is all the memories and all the circumstances you've ever been in. You are the witnesser to your mind. And to start there, that is where we start. That is where we start infiltrating ourselves and where the cracks start happening. Just an awareness that you are separate from your mind. You are separate from society. You are separate from your friends, your family. You are the witnesser of all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think I just kind of, I think I just want to end that there. And um, I hope that that brings a little bit of a path forward of how we really start getting in tune with ourselves and Absolutely. where we start dismantling society. It starts here mm-hmm. and it starts here. Our third eye, it starts here yeah. and it starts in our heart. third eye in our heart is our channel connection to the cosmos and when we start getting rid of all of the static radio fuzz around it you're gonna start receiving cosmic downloads and man i'm telling you Haley, like your whole world is gonna change so i think that's where we start we start with five minutes a day of awareness
1: i agree okay well we're definitely like i might have to hound you and harass you we might have to do this every few months or something cuz i yeah i could listen to you forever and honestly i feel like there's no denying like anything that we said today and people would be hard pressed to like everyone has opinions but be open to it as, as long as you're open yeah it it all it all makes sense and i really hope people resonate and i wouldn't be surprised if we had people comment in saying that we need to have joe back cuz yeah <laughs> Very open the, the and
2: logo from history over <laughs> right.
1: okay well, I love you. I hope you have the best day. I know we'll talk at some point since we always do, but yeah, this has been the best first solo episode ever. <laughs> yes. Hey, okay, well, I love you very much and yeah, have a have a good day, Kay.
2: I love you. Bye.
0: Thank you guys for stopping by the show today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, make sure to show us some love on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest page, the Be Real Babe Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube and Rumble channels. Like those episodes and turn on the notification bells. You can find our video version of the show on YouTube, Rumble and Spotify, or you can catch the audio version on Apple and Google podcast. But stay tuned for more realness coming to you soon. Until next time, babes.